On today's Locked On Texan podcast, why John Mechie return timetable looks promising, some new news for a new week, and we are joined by Brian Miller of Ocean View Sports. Today's going to be a great episode. Can't wait to be back. Cody, let's start off the show. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, everybody, to a Tuesday edition of the Locked On Texans podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am newly married Johnson Sports Guy Hickman. Of course, I'm joined by none other than Cody Davis. And today's episode is going to be centered around the possibilities of John Mechie returning. Before we talk about John Mechie, the Houston Texans have weighed Scotty Phillips from injury reserved. Scotty Phillips is a running back, at least in this past year. Cody and I had really kind of partitioned for, uh, petitioned for, excuse me, to get him out of the field. The run game was just atrocious. And at some point, we both felt like a new face was needed. Scotty Phillips was never going to be the face here in Houston. Uh, they have moved on. And the running back depth chart now looks like Marlon Mack. Damian Pierce, Rex Burkhead, and Dare Ogubowale, who also played for the Jacksonville Jaguars last season, had a fairly decent season for the time that he was featuring in for the Jags. But, Cody, John Mechie, uh, we may see him a little bit earlier than we, maybe we had expected. Dr. Lyle Kane, Alabama's team physician, said that John Mechie's progress of his torn ACL, and I quote, he's beating every timetable we normally have, and if he continues along the schedule, uh, that schedule in his recovery in Houston, he has a good chance to be ready to play week one. I think that's very promising for a lot of people to hear. The expectations surrounding John Mechie, I think for the city of Houston, is fairly high, pretty decent for a rookie receiver. They believe, a lot of fans, and I think the coaching staff as well, believes he brings something different to Houston that they may have not had in the past couple of seasons. Surely hasn't had during the time span of Nick Serio's tenure so far as the manager for Houston. I know he's probably a guy that, um, you know, um, head coach Levy Smith would like to use as well. But does this bring maybe more so of an optimistic hope or hearing that, you know, he's beating the timetable. He's progressing well. Do, when you hear that, do you think, okay, fine, let him continue to progress well. And so just whenever he's ready to play football, we know he's more than a 100% to play. I think it's more so the latter. And I, I, I like the position that John Mechie is in because, look, first and foremost, we all here in the city of Houston are hoping and some of us are expecting Mechie to take the helm as this team's number one wide receiver for the foreseeable future. However, he's in the best 
opportunity to do so because he isn't forced to take the helm as the number one wide receiver wide receiver this year and even more so next year as well because you still have Brandon Cooks and also you still have Nico Collins who has put together a damn good cap whether it be involuntary or mandatory Nico Collins has looked great this injury that John Mechie has underwent look all injuries are bad. However, it has given him an opportunity to learn a game, especially on the NFL level from the sideline, get to understand that mental aspect of the NFL, of football, and two, and most importantly, it gives him an opportunity to finally see what he needs to work on so when he finally gets out there on the field, he can actually thrive like we're all hoping for. And then two, and most importantly, at the end of the day, look, that is just another reliable weapon Davis Mills is going to have to make sure that he moved this ball down the field. And John, you and I, Everybody except for Big Sarge are expecting Davis Mills to have a really good season doing his second year as the starting quarterback for the Houston Texans. And like I keep mentioning here almost every single week here on Locked on Texans, one of the best things the Texans can do to make sure they put him in the best opportunity to succeed is to make sure you surround him with enough weapons, especially with his wide receiving core. You know what you're getting out of Brandon Cooks. Nico Collins is looking like he's on the verge of a breakout season as well. If Mechie can come back and let's say give this organization, let's say five to 600 yards as the number three wide receiver, I think that is going to be a very promising and successful season for John Mechie, especially considering that he's coming off a ACL tear. Yeah, and I like to say this. I think maybe 600 yards could be a, a bit much simply because it, it would have been different if we knew exactly from a year's worth of film what Pep Hamilton's offense is going to yeah, look like. And who's going to be the, the – the, the, we know Brandon Cooks is going to be heavily featured, but – how are the other skill players are going to be featured in this offense? Because we've talked about how important the possibility of two tight ends could be the, the tight ends role as well. So, but I will also look at this depth chart for Houston at their wide receiver position, not heavily talented, not, you know, this is not a wide receiving core where you look at and say, you know, this is going to be dynamic because they have, uh, dynamic receivers, maybe like a Bengals, maybe like a Chargers, maybe now like the the Raiders. So, like, when you look at other teams around the league, they have dynamic receivers. We know that this team is going to be led by Brandon Cooks at their wide, wide receiver position. But I like, like the fact that for Mechie, you can time because, like you mentioned, Cody, I think Nico Collins is going to be very 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 good this year for Houston. And I also look at a Philip Dorsett as another player who can mm -hmm. be utilized in that slot position, kind of be interchanged out. But maybe he can be utilized heavily in a slot position, kind of be more of a, of a vertical threat for Houston to take off the top down the middle. So Houston does have a couple of receivers on this depth chart that will at least allow Houston the opportunity to take their time with a receiver that they traded up for, that they really do like, and they want him here for the foreseeable future. You don't want to rush that. Let him get healthy, and then from there, they'll get him out on that field whenever he's 100% ready. But it is good to hear that he is progressing and beating every timetable with that ACL injury. At BlueNow.com, you can celebrate all of life's special moments from creating a customized engagement ring of her dreams to gifting a classic and timeless jewelry piece 
all at a price you won't find at a traditional jeweler. Whenever you're ready to pop the question or ready to celebrate a milestone moment from jewelry, fine jewelry, excuse me, as unique as her with the most modern and convenience of online shopping at BlueNow.com. That's a great experience you guys can't find. You won't find any place else. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNow.com and Locked On Sports listeners get $50 off purchases, $500 or more, just simply by using Locked On at checkout. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNow.com today. One live NBA draft show is not enough for Locked On. The entire NBA channel is going to go live on NBA draft night. Make sure you guys are checking out Locked On Rockets. So if you have a favorite NBA team, make sure you are subscribing to their Locked On YouTube channel so you can get notified when they go live on NBA draft night. All righty, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back into this latest installment of Locked On Texans. And as promised, I have with me a guy that I'm just going to come out and say is my brother from another mother because you guys don't understand. You know, we, John and myself, we put out some great content throughout the whole entire process leading up to the um, 2022 NFL draft. And my man here, NFL agent Brian Miller from Ocean View Sports did a great job helping me um, have an opportunity to talk to a handful of his clients. And I really want to just get him an opportunity to come on Locked, Locked on Texans, talk about his career, and talk about what is life as an NFL agent is to him. So, Brian, Mr. Miller, what's going on? And welcome to Locked on Texans. Well, what's going on, family? I appreciate the introduction. Man, it's a pleasure to be on this platform. What you guys are doing is incredible. You know, you've been nothing but helpful to our athletes, um, being able to, to shed light on them and just, you know, give them a platform to, to really be themselves and explain, you know, the draft process and some of the things that, you know, go into yeah. it. Um, Appreciate it, man. And before we get started, <clears throat> I'm wearing a Texans hat, of course, host of Locked On Texans. Oh, You're on Locked On Texans and you were wearing an Las Vegas Raiders hat and at first, I wasn't going to say anything, but I got to. Do I got to bring you back on come week seven when the, when the Texans go up to Las Vegas and try to shock the Raiders <laughs> with a victory? I, I just need to know that before hey, we start. Hey, that was <laughs> that was a great game. You know, you know, we got to rep the uh, silver and black. We've got Isaiah Palomeo over there, mm -hmm. safety USC, one of my clients. He's doing incredible, you know, great feedback thus far throughout mandatory minicamp. Rookie minicamp and OTAs, he's making some plays, and, and we love to rep the Raiders over there. Man, sounds good. Like I said, hopefully we get an opportunity to see Isaiah come week seven, of course, when the Texans go up to Las Vegas and play against the Raiders. But, Mr. Miller, we are about, what, a month, maybe two months away from the conclusion of the 2022 NFL Draft. And as I mentioned, you helped John and myself interview several of your clients, and Throughout that whole entire process, and even people who did their coverage, looked at and read everything that has to do with the NFL draft, we always get the story, we always get the side of the story in terms of prospects, in terms of teams. We do a lot of breakdown for, for, for those two things. However, there's always an important factor that is always missing, and that is the, the role that an NFL agent plays into this whole entire draft process. So to start this, just to, so to start this installment off, 
Mr. Miller, can you just talk about, you know, what it's like being an agent during the NFL draft, especially during the free agency period when that period opens up and that seems like you had an opportunity to get a lot of your clients signed? Yeah, so, you know, it's a lot of long days, um, long nights, you know, not a lot of sleep. You you always want to be available. You always want to be right there by that phone. You're Mm -hmm. constantly, you're constantly networking. You're constantly you know, back and forth on the phone with teams, you know, leading up to the draft, you know, you're talking to all 32, you know, you're talking to all 32 and and you're starting to culminate deals, you know, before you even get into that fourth, fifth round. So, you know, it's just a lot of back and forth, um, a lot of research, you know, when you have a priority free agent guy and and you know, he's going to be getting a lot of looks from, from different teams and, you know, certain organizations want to bring them in you need to identify what you know what is their need are, are they stacked at the safety position you mm-hmm. know a vet is he on the fringe you know what what is his injury history like so it's it's so much more that goes into it than just making a phone call and saying hey i have this player you know at the same time you know it's a sales job in a sense but you re- you really need to be methodical with 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 what you're doing the research you put into it because not everybody's a draft pick you know, there's there's so many people that make a living that are free agents, priority free agents, rookie minicamp guys that, that get that next opportunity because they displayed that talent. So you know, when you're picking a team for a guy or helping him make the right decision when he has options, you know, you really just want to dive into it and figure out what where's the best fit, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, but but ultimately, overall, um, as, as far as the agent standpoint, leading up to the draft you've got months and months of recruiting building relationships with your clients building relationships with their family you know getting to know them you know figuring out what their strengths and weaknesses are so when you go send them to a training facility you know you can correct the negatives you know so that they can go into pro day so they can go into the combine and in some of those all-star games you know full throttle and it really you know do their best so it's not just cut and dry you know there's a a lot of different hurdles that you got to get over and and then on top of that the the media aspect you know getting getting the guys that aren't really recognized in that you know first through fourth round you know getting more publicity on them Mm -hmm. you know so so networking in that aspect so definitely a, a ton of different avenues but man it's a fun process you know i wake up every day and and i enjoy doing it you know, it's it's something that that's enjoyable, and um, you know, I'm thankful to be where I'm at with it. Mm. Um, with you wearing the Raiders hat, we started this podcast off talking about um, Isaiah, one of the prospects that we had an opportunity to talk to prior to the draft, and I'm so happy to hear that he's doing good. Um, two other prospects that we talked to were Keith Corbin from Jackson State University and Dalen Baldwin from Michigan. How are those two guys doing, Keith um, being with the Buffalo Bills and Dalen being with the New York Giants? Yeah, so so obviously all three guys got opportunities. Keith, man, he was he did amazing things this year at Jackson State under Deion Sanders. I mean, when, mm-hmm. when you turned on those those games, and I think I watched everyone live each and every week. I, I knew what they were doing was special, and, you know, I wanted to – put a lot of focus on recruiting some of those guys and, and, you know, just, you know, seeing what they were bringing to the table. So Mm -hmm. uh, Keith, we sent him out to Arizona, you know, trained extremely hard, gets ready, has, has a good pro day, 
um, gets an opportunity with the Buffalo Bills. Now, mind you, you know, we had several different opportunities on the table for him. Uh, goes up to Buffalo, does incredible in rookie minicamp, and, um, you know, the organization and staff had nothing but great things to say about his performance, and looks like he's in their plans for the near future. Hmm. Um, Dalen Baldwin, um, man, he, he's so hungry. He, he's he's probably one of the hungriest guys out here. You know, he'll tell you every time he's the best receiver in the NFL. He's the best receiver in the world. And um, he, he works like it, too. So uh, he, he goes up to the New York Giants rookie minicamp, has an incredible performance over that three-day stretch, uh, so much so that, you know, I think a day or two after the camp, publications came out and some news articles that he had the catch of camp. It was, it was a deep mm. I think I mentioned this earlier in the podcast, a deep seam route, um, extended his arms, caught it. You know, they, they really highlighted that. Um, the, the Giants loved his, his professionalism, said he was a consummate pro. Uh, he went in there and learned the offense immediately, or whatever install that they had given. I think uh, the night before we were rehearsing plays with each other. So that's the type of guy he is. He's, he's really focused. Um, they like him potentially in the future, but looks like we have some uh, – new opportunities brewing for him that we'll make an announcement on soon. Mm. Speaking of new opportunities, another prospect that we had an opportunity to talk to, and he's still a free agent at this time, is Michael Badejo, the yeah. defensive end from um, TSU. As of right now, you know, NFL teams just finished mandatory minicamp, and now there's like this month break before the start of training camp. As an NFL agent, when you have other prospects who are still um, free agents, still looking for a job, how important is it that you try to, I guess, in term, I, I guess if I could put it like this, do new recruiting trying to get your prospects in front of these NFL teams just for them to give them an opportunity during training camp? Right, so... You know, the, the NFL, they, they know, you know, they know who's out there. They know mm -hmm. who's available. They, they spend, you know, months and months and months determining, you know, the value of everybody in the draft. And, of course, you know, certain guys get overlooked and some guys make a late push or have a big senior year and they have to reevaluate and reconsider. And I think that's a little bit of Michael's situation. You know, he came mm -hmm. on to the scene late but strong. He goes yeah. down to the HBCU Legacy Bowl and shows that he can compete, shows yes. that he's a monster. Um, you know, a ton of teams started, you know, backtracking and, and starting to call and, and kind of figure out who this kid is. And, you know, we had a lot of momentum going into the draft. But, you know, ultimately, if, if a kid doesn't get an opportunity right away, that doesn't mean that he won't play in the NFL. It mm -hmm. doesn't mean he won't be a professional. It means you stay ready. And that's what we tell all of our guys that are that are still waiting on an opportunity or a guy that just was waived or, or released. You got to stay ready. Um, so, Michael, that's what he's doing when training camp, you know, opens back up. in I think a month, um, you know, guys get injured, unfortunately, guys, mm -hmm. because that's not what the team was looking for. They, you know, they weren't the right fit. Um, and, and that's when those opportunities, those second chance opportunities become available for the players, you know, somebody's mm -hmm. going to be in, somebody's going to need a, a edge rusher like Michael and, and he will get his chance. Mm. I kind of view an NFL agent similar to a team scout. 
because it, it seems like a team scout, their job is never finished. You know, after the draft, you now you have to go out and see that you that you made sure that you touched every single prospect that you looked at every single film you did all of your research to make sure that the guys that you put in front of the general manager and the head coach is the best guys for this organization and that's kind of how i how i'm viewing the nfl agent as of right now and it's unfortunate that not everyone is going to have an opportunity to play in the NFL. However, you do have several other prospects, several other of your clients who are making a push in pro football, rather that be in the CFL. The XFL is coming up starting next year, and you have some prospects that have entered their name in that draft. So can you just talk about from a, a NFL agent standpoint of how the job and the grind never stops, especially yeah. when you look at other leagues in hopes right. of getting your clients signed? Yeah, I mean, you know, I tell these guys, you know, we never – stop working until you get your opportunity. And then at that mm. point, you, you still never stop working because whether you get, you know, added to the practice squad, we're still working. Hey, he had an incredible week on the practice squad. Let's get him on the active. Boom. He just had two touchdowns on the active roster. Let's get him an extension. You know, so it, the job is ne- it's constant, you know, it's 24 seven. And, and, you know, that's just something that you have to be well equipped to a lot of these guys that, you know, we got into rookie mini camps and maybe they didn't stick, you know, they're, they're realistic with the expectations that, you know, I try to recruit and there's a vetting process. I want dogs. I want players that will do whatever it takes to, to have a long career in the NFL or professional football. So guys that, okay, you go down to Jacksonville and you have a great rookie mini camp, but the numbers were off. You, you don't mm-hmm. get the call, you don't get the contract. That's fine. That doesn't mean that it won't happen in the near future. Call me up. Hey, Hey, Mr. Miller, what what's going on with Canada? I'll go up there for a year and get film. I'll, I'll prove it, you know, and those are the type of guys you want. Now, mind you, you know, the NFL is, is the ultimate goal. Ton of respect for Canada. You know, I think, you know, it's been going on for 100 plus years. You know, mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're a great league, but, you know, the goal is the NFL, and, and that's what these guys are set on. But, you know, some of them aren't afraid to go up there and do what it takes to, to get that film proved to an organization that they do belong and, you know, so um, it's just about identifying that next opportunity. If if a guy's sitting around, keeping him ready, making sure he's staying focused, making sure his spirits are up, you know, talking to him, making sure, you know, he's taking care of his body. So, um, you know, when you have 30 plus guys, you know, it's it's constant. You know, it's it's an all day thing. You want to touch base with everybody and just, you know, make sure they're on the right right path. Mm. What are some of the steps that got you to where you are today as an NFL agent? I think, you know, a lot of it um, culminates from from being a player myself. You mm-hmm. know, I was an athlete. I was a first-team All-State guy in, you know, in Virginia, you know, over a decade ago. Just <laughs> just into to playing the NFL myself, you know, mm-hmm. wanting to be a professional football player, doing whatever it took, you know, uh, scratching and fighting and clawing for for different opportunities, transferring schools, you know, just um, not taking no for an answer. And, you know, it gave me an, it gave me a chance to, to get out and, and one, network, experience different you know, universities, meet a ton of people within the industry, cross paths with, with people that could mentor and lead me in the right direction. 
you know, I ended up getting professional football opportunities. I played a little bit. Um, I didn't take it as far as I wanted to go, but, um, you know, along the journey, I, I met some incredible people. I learned so much and then I got an understanding for the industry. And, you know, I knew when my playing career was over that I wanted to stay close to the game and help all of the individuals that, that didn't have the help. Like, you know, I didn't have the help. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a big time agent or somebody that would push or, or beat their fist on the table for me. So I knew I wanted to just help guys get chances. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't help everybody that I've learned that, you know, it's hard because you can't help everyone, but you, you try to. Hmm. Last question before getting out of here. Can you tell us a little bit about your company, Ocean View Sports, and what is the long-term goal that you are hoping for with your company? So Ocean View Sports, the, the entity itself is not even a calendar year old. So su super hmm. proud and excited about that. You know, I, this year in the draft, we, you know, we ended up getting nine guys, current NFL opportunities. A decent turnaround in, in the first year with the entity. Um, you know, I think I was having a conversation with my mom, uh, you know, maybe nine, nine, ten months ago, maybe close to a year. Um, hey, what should I name this thing? Should I call it Ocean View Sports? Uh, son, that sounds like surfing or something. Don't do it. <laughs> Did it anyways, ran with it. I, I'm fortunate and blessed to, to know some of the individuals that I know, some of the athletes that I played with at Hargrave Military Academy over a decade ago. You know, guys like Doug Williams, his son, uh, Martavis Bryan, a bunch of those clients and, and different people um, that opened some different doors for me. Uh, you know, but the, the ultimate goal is to, to um, place as many players in professional football as possible identify great talent, um, bring a level of, of service and, and commitment and loyalty to these athletes that, that doesn't exist, empower and teach these young men how to be, how, how to conduct their own business affairs, um, uh -huh. how, how to review and, and, you know, negotiate their own contracts, things that the other typical agencies aren't doing. You know, I pride myself uh -huh. on being different. You know, I'm not the best in the world, you know, but these guys um, resonate with me because I was once in their shoes and, you know, we have a lot of different things in common and, and, and just being being a friend and a family to these guys and, and really pushing and, and, and being aggressive with the, you know, NFL conversations and, and just making sure that, you know, these guys uh, get a chance. So that's kind of where we're at. I want to be um, obviously one of, one of the bigger companies um, in this industry, but but just do things the right way. Just just you know be a, a safe haven for these guys. They really want to join a group that that cares about them, and it's not about just money. It's 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 about the purpose. Hmm. Brian Miller from Ocean View Sports. Brian, really quick, where can our listeners follow you on social media and as well as your company as well. Absolutely. So, um, you know, we can be found on social media at Ocean View Sports. That's on Instagram, um, Twitter at OBS Agency. And, um, you know, we also have OceanViewSports.com. Uh, pretty big platform on Instagram. 
Um, that's where we're most active and, and have a lot of content about our guys. And, you know, you can keep uh, keep up with the company there. Awesome. Sounds good. Thank you, Brian. And we definitely got to get you back on come week seven, Texans Raiders. <laughs> yeah, let's go to that game. Let's, let's go to that hey, game. Sounds good, man. Thank you so much, man. Thank you. Thank you. BetOnline is your number one source for all of your betting needs and sports information. Find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NHL playoffs and Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sporting, wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. So BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check out, check on all of your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about all of the trends because BetOnline is where the game starts. The first picks of the Ultimate NBA Mock Drafts has been made. Search now for Ultimate NBA Mock Draft and get over 50 insiders. The Odyssey Sports Experts, the Draft Experts, all of the Locked On NBA Big Board will all be included in this amazing process. The five-episode Ultimate NBA Mock Draft is underway. Make Ultimate NBA Lock Draft your second listen today. Welcome back in, ladies and gentlemen, to this latest installment of Locked On Texans. And once again, that was Brian Miller, NFL agent for ocean view sports and by the way you guys heard our guy mr michael badejo defensive end from tsu is still a free agent so Let's we've been talking about it a lot door. we've been talking about it a lot the houston texans that, that that defensive line more so the defensive end is probably the one aspect of the roster that we still think can use another player in hopes of upgrading that talent and we know what Michael Badejo can bring. However, John, as of right now, I spoke to Michael Badejo. He is preparing to get himself ready for the 2023 XFL draft, which brings us to our next topic, just how important it is to see the C the CFL and the XFL coming back, you know, just giving these guys an opportunity to continue trying to make their dreams of making the NFL. Yeah, also the USFL as well. I think it's great, man. You are think, in the um, think, um, playoffs right now, as a matter of fact, too. Yeah, I think it's great that, you know, there are leagues out there that are giving some of these young men an opportunity to play ball and kind of mm-hmm. keep them in, in a position where they're still doing their day-to-day passions. I, I think that's great. Um, and I think that it's also great that these leagues, especially when you look at XFL, I want to say – who's being ran, ran by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. If you smell! <laughs> but I think it's great that they are finding adequate partnerships to, you know, make sure that these guys are getting viewed. Now, of course, it's going to be interesting to see how these leagues are able to kind of pan out and bring longevity. That is where I would like to see the NFL maybe partner with them hand-in-hand hand and, uh, you know, maybe get some of that exposure over to them. But Again, I think it's great. You never know what this game means to some people, the seriousness of it and why some people may play this game. And so now if you don't make the NBA, I mean the NFL, kind of like the NBA, if you don't make it to the, the big leagues, the, the big, the, you know, the, the one that everybody tunes into, 
you still have an opportunity to let your talents get showcased. And who knows, NFL may call you up, or just like the NBA calls you up from the G League or when it comes to the MLB, they're, you know, AAA, AA, everything with that. So I love the idea of multiple leagues. And uh, I love the fact that these guys are able to still play what they love. Thank you for checking out today's episode of the Locked On Texans podcast. Make sure you are subscribed to the Locked On Texans on YouTube. Also, follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texans as well. And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. If you are a fan of the Houston Rockets, of course, check out my guy, our guy, JT Gatlin over at Locked On Rockets. The NBA draft is this week. And in addition to Jackson, please be sure to check out. Oh, gosh. Please be sure to check out my work over at Sports Illustrated inside the Rockets. I'm also doing draft coverage over there as well. So until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace.